Hey, welcome back to the All In Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 18, America, you are getting lazy. That's right, today we're gonna break down why we as a country, as a workforce in this country, are becoming entitled and super lazy. My name is Carlos Reyes with AllInNation.com, and I'm here with my business partners. What's going on, guys? My name is Sal Shakir. I'm one of the three owners of All In Nation, serial entrepreneur, an immigrant, actually, from the Middle East, and uh, I'm humbled to be here, to be part of this trio, and bring in the latest stuff about entrepreneurship. Absolutely, guys. Welcome back to another week, another podcast. My name is Alex Sines, uh, entrepreneur, real estate entrepreneur. Uh, started at 18, straight out of high school, and over the last few years, just been uh, crushing business and uh, just doing amazing things along with these guys. So excited to get into the conversation. I know it's something that offline we've been uh, pretty frustrated about, right? And and it's actually, we probably saw this like two years ago, just mm -hmm. the people kind of changing, and then COVID hit. And then all this stimulus packages and all of these things and external factors just affecting the I mindset. I love where you're headed with this. The mindset and just the energy of, of people, especially when it comes to building with you know with local people. It's it's uh, been it's been quite the challenge. You you know what's crazy is I I fir at first I thought it was an industry issue. At first I thought it was a real estate specific industry issue because that's what you first saw yeah i'm like oh man it's really hard to find good people right well let's go back to where i started cold callers we had in-house and we had virtual cold callers when it comes to real estate back in 2017 but, we had but we, yeah. and we're really like quick. this is too much to manage there's too much complaining too much this and that and we're yep. like you know what that's a task that americans can't handle like mentally you can't handle that that's that's a va task for right. in another country and then slowly that start climbing up to like other senior roles and before you know it, companies are going to be. I'm, I'm sitting here just looking at both of you, and I'm, I'm literally like, this is, uh, this, this is me expressing myself honestly with this podcast. If like, if I don't vent and express myself with what's going on, uh, in the workforce, right? Like, I, I don't know, man. I'm just going to explode at one point. <laughs> I literally just made a post, and I'm getting some backlash for it. Uh, we posted it. Uh, it, it was, it was literally saying, America, you're getting lazy, right? And then I break down. You know, I break I break down like people don't want to show up to work, yep. right? Uh, people justify their laziness with whatever's going on in the world. You know, COVID, blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, people uh, showing up late if they do show up. Then when they are here, them taking long bathroom breaks, long lunch breaks, being on social media at least half their shift. You see what I'm saying? Clock watching, leaving early, right? Doing the bare minimum. And expecting the maximum from you as business owners. Entitlement, too. Like, all this, I'm seeing all this happening, man, and I come from a different breed. I, we come from a different breed, right? I still see your dad work his butt off out in the construction you know, in yeah. business. I still see your pops. Like, you can't even get your dad to stay home. Mm -mm. Yeah. Guess what? I retired my mother in 2017. She's just getting over COVID, and you know what she said to me this morning? She wants to work. I can't wait for this to be over so I can go back to work. Wow. She works part-time at ASU in the cafeteria because I can't get her to stay home. And she could only, like, because I retired her and she's good, they only allow her to work a certain amount of hours. And she wants to work more, right? But she, she can't. She's 64 years old. But guess what? She does it because, man, like, this is what we were taught. That generation, your dad's generation, your dad's generation, my mom's generation, then the generations before that, what did they see? As an example, what do they see? So to, to me, and by the way, we've had a lot of discussions about this and I actually had to like 
almost twist your arm to go into the route that we're doing. And it seems to be almost, getting worse before it gets better. Well, I'm glad that you're feeling it now because I was feeling it, what, how long ago? Eight months ago and I was oh, talking about it? Yes. So finally fired up about it. But this is the thing. People are getting entitled. The problem with that is like, oh, what's my, what do I, what am I doing here? What is this? What's my, what's my role? What's my position? Uh, do I need to do this? Why are you here uh, half the time as a business owner and I'm your employee here full time? Or I come in earlier than you. Oh, yeah. It start becoming an entitlement. Entitlement, literally. Because what happens is that we're in a digital age where everybody's flashing making money from making a YouTube video. Everybody's rich. Everybody, and then every, and the social media it, it like glorifies things. Like obviously it's it's a facade. Most of it is a facade. And everybody's like, there is this lifestyle. So what's, what happens, and this is like me backtracing. And what happens is that people start looking at like, oh, this is, this is how you can make money. This is how, oh, this person just sits behind their computer and makes some videos and become millionaires. And so now start to think that this job is not necessity. Like me working for you is not a necessity for me anymore. It's not like part of my lifestyle. Back in the day, when you talk about my my mom, my your your mom, my dad, and your dad's generation and and older generations, is what's happening is that they knew the balance of life is I go earn bread, bring it home, and I play my my role at home after that, and I can I can go out maybe once a year to a vacation, twice a year. Now you start seeing on social media, people are going every weekend to travel. They're flashing fake stuff, flashing fake money or whatever, fake checks and this and that, this fake lifestyle so they can sell more. But it's really embedding into people like, oh, this is like, this is a normal thing. Like how come this person went 30 times to vacation this year where I can only go one or twice a year, right? So it start, it's this entitlement, this fake entitlement starts to like breed. And then before you know it, the people that work for you believe that, why am I working harder than this person? Not knowing what this person has to do or has been through or what's, what's happening. Or what this person has to risk every day. Yeah, exactly. Well, it all gets yeah. lost in translation. Yep. And before you know it, now, all you have to do is like keep selling them on the vision. And A, you have to pay them more money, even more money than you sometimes. And like... And I, I almost, I actually had a conversation about this. I, I like almost start losing track of what's happening. So we said, hey guys, we're running our company based on a core team. That core team controls everybody outside. Uh, and the outside is where, guess what? Is out of the United States. We employ over 600 people. Virtual. And virtual. those are virtual. Mm -hmm. We only have a core team. We have under 20 people in the United States. I've or been, in our office. By the way, I've been getting a lot of backlash for that. That's what. No, I'm, I'll tell you. Okay, you can. Yes, that's fine. And, and you know what? That you're our, running our, a sweatshop. We almost lost some businesses because people did not want to work. They didn't want to show up. They did the bare minimum. It was you start deducting pay. You start uh, you start reprimanding. Like, hey, you showed up late. You lose this much. You do this. But guess what? You you can fire only so much. People are just not going to change. We became conformed as a country. As a country, we became conformed into a way where people get paid for being home. When I hire you, I need to give you a hiring bonus. Why in the F would I give you a hiring bonus? You should beg me to have a job because there is no jobs, right? That's the, the way of life. But now we're, as we sit today, the way of life is change, has changed. COVID showed us that we can work virtually. You know what? It's a blessing in disguise. You can look at it as a good thing or a bad thing. I'm gonna tell you the good and the bad. The good and the bad and the ugly, actually. The good thing is that it showed us as a, as as people that we can work from anywhere in the world. Yep. I can build it. The, the the beautiful thing is I tell cars like, I'm glad we're not selling gas, which in the future can probably or burgers. change. Or burgers. Mm -hmm. Because I don't have to physically be there in that location. The business model I'm picking, it can be virtual. And now today's age, anybody can make money virtually, AKA on the internet. Number two, 
is that you don't have to worry about people saying they're not going to show up or you can scale. There's no that emotional attachment. When people come into work today, they expect you to be there babysitting and selling them on the vision and how they can be millionaires in under a year with your company. You're like, yo, that, that's not real life. Mm -mm. This is not how things go. Mm -mm. And now instead of you having people running your company, you're now babysitting people and keep selling them on the vision and how much this company can grow, how well they can look like. Then before you know it, if they don't, they're not becoming, they're not earning $10 million in their first two years or three years, you're like, they're like, yeah, I can do this on my own. Guess what? They can start doing it on their own. 90% of them fail, flop. But nonetheless, that while they're there, they still think that they can do this. And that they start to be counterproductive in their own position. So anything that you start doing, they're like, why are you even doing this rule? Why are you even doing this? Why do you expect me to do, be there? Because in the back of their head, they have something to fall back to. And that's how we became conformed as a country. We start getting free money for no reason. We There is stimulus checks are, being, uh, yes, some people need it, but I know a lot of people that took advantage of that. They didn't. And guess what? They did not need it. So as a country, I feel like us as Americans, and if you're not even an American that you live here, we are becoming we are becoming conformed to this laziness and entitlement that we have. So I'm sorry how harsh this sounds, but I'm talking firsthand. I've been seeing this for over a year. Eight months ago, I approached and I wanted to change things. And guess what? Our, some companies were, were, were at the verge of losing, of losing the business, shutting down until we pivoted. And if you're getting backlash, you know what? If, if my company shuts down, that means I can't contribute in taxes. So it's either you pivot or you lose. And it's not a matter of, oh, you can endure it and endure. No, no, we've endured as much as we can. It's just that the outcome from the people was not matching that. And before you know it, your team members might even own bigger shares in the company if it continues to go the way it was going over a year ago. So that's my two cents. Yeah, there's there's a lot to, to think about. Um, oh, I got some especially, yeah. especially like, so what kind of backlash were you getting like from, from hiring hundreds of people outside the you US? Ready? Love to hear All that. Right. Uh, I read an article yesterday. Uh, read an article. It was you guys. See, you guys, have you guys heard of uh, Oregano's Pizza? Yes. Yeah. Right. Did you know that they just had to close two Oregano's Pizza Bistro restaurants because of staffing issues? <laughs> it's right there. I'll Look it. I literally read this yesterday, and I was like, "What is going on in the world?" They couldn't hire. They can't people. hire people. I remember the days. Holy smokes, remember, man. So the supply and the demand is 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 dictating the market. Everything's supply and demand. Before you do that, ready? Oregano's Pizza Bistro has temporarily closed two of its restaurants in Tempe and North Scottsdale because it does, it does not have enough staff to run the day-to-day -day operations. That's, that's mind-boggling. Disgusting. Again, that goes man. back to supply and demand. What is going on in the world right the, the, now, bro? The demand, the demand of getting jobs, because back in the day, you demand getting a job. That's a normal way of life. Holy now, smokes. people feel like, I don't really need a job. Like, they feel like they have a chip on their shoulder. They feel like they're, you know, whatever it is, they can poop gold. And that's what's happening. It's, people became entitled. You think it's, it's, it's solely to blame, like, social media? Hold on. You, like, you, oh, my... Sal, so Sal was telling me, you know, because Sal, Sal, me and Sal, I, I love his perspective because obviously his perspective is definitely subjective to, you know, every brain is a different world, right? Yep. So when he tells me things, I really do like, I don't just like block it. I'm like, okay, well, let me look at that side. Unfortunately, when I first talk about it, everybody thinks I'm crazy. And you're like, well, I don't understand what oh, you're saying, Sal. Hold on. So I, <laughs> I again, 
uh, I, I posted that whole thing. And then one person said yesterday, Rocio Punales on this post says, this is happening everywhere here because of the way people are raised. My father raised me on good work ethic and that's all I know. I bust my butt for all my jobs. I go above and beyond at every job. And then you know what the next person said? Lee, that's right, Lee, if you're watching, yes, this is you. Americans are tired of rich people taking advantage of them, working them to death while not paying a livable wage. We're working them to death. <laughs> They're dying. They're literally collapsing upstairs. <laughs> They're collapsing upstairs. That is yeah. what Lee on Facebook said to me. I'm getting so much backlash from this post because I'm sick and tired of it, man, and I didn't see it this way. What do the posts exactly say? Like The post? My post says, America... You're getting lazy. <laughs> That's exactly what it says. It literally, <laughs> what's it? And you know what? Maybe that, maybe that person, people. maybe yeah. that person is like working hard and not getting compensated. He's uh, alive. No, no, no. No one worked him to death. No, bro. no. He's I, yeah. on the keyboard saying that, yo, no, somebody worked me to death. No, but I'm not. I'm not gonna take away from some people. Maybe some people are really being worked, but they're not being compensated fairly. Maybe like uh, in that, China. That, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> in the so, United States, what I'm saying is like, what if it's a job that's worth fourteen dollars an hour and they're getting paid thirteen fifty? Yeah, that's understandable, right? But okay, you can raise that with the, the the employers, and then they'll they'll raise it. But the opposed to that is people are just gonna find resources that do things cheaper outside the country, and that's yeah. what's because the business has to run. Without business, there is no taxes. Without a taxes, the economy collapses. So this is a cog in the machine that makes things work. So yes, I get it that you're tired that you're not getting paid enough then bring, bring it to the right proper places. But by you saying, no, I'm not gonna work. Or go get another yeah, job. When you say, no, I'm not gonna work, guess what happens? What happens is that other people will replace you. And what happens next, what's next is worse. So treat, treat the problem the proper way versus a lazy way. And that's my two cents. You know, for the first time, for the first time in history, right? Unemployment, the, the unemployment challenge it's not because there's not enough jobs for the first time in history. Not enough desire. There's not enough. There's more jobs than people, right? And I don't know. Have you guys ever seen Cinderella Man? I talked about this the other day. You guys have to watch Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe. You guys love Russell Crowe, yeah, right? Yeah. I actually have watched it. This Go guy ahead. was a, a a professional boxer, mm -hmm. and then he broke his hand, mm -hmm. and he was living literally like they had no electricity. Yep. They had no hot water. This is America back in the 1930s, guys. Mm -hmm. And then the guy had to go with his bad hand. He had to hide his broken hand so that they would, they would hire him in the docks doing labor, like mm -hmm. carrying things. You get what I'm saying? Do you see any of that going on today? Supply and demand. The demand to get a job, to the desire to get a job dictates that supply and demand. People, the, the demand of... of there is jobs. There's a supply of jobs that are out there, but the demand of wanting the job is not there. So well, this why is would what's... you want a job? Well, you why can... would you want a job when you can sit home and get unemployment of what two thousand dollars a you, week? You know what? Or if they're do, if they're if they're getting paid some other ways, great. Like you know, contributing, working, maybe being entrepreneurs. That's great. But by you sitting at home, living on on like assistance and uh, assistant programs, that's you abusing the system. I'm sorry. If you really, if if you can't work, then you know for the people that can't work and obviously they're they're disabled and they have they have other hardships. That's that's why America is yeah. great. Yeah, we that's get. That's why it. that's yeah. why like I I will gladly 
pay for that. There yep. is there is there is a, older people, uh, even uh, younger people that people. yeah, even younger yeah. people that have have disabilities or any any hardship that they can't do something. But the people that really have everything that they can have to have a job and they take advantage of the system, that's what's wrong. That's what's gonna. That's how it makes us. That's what's gonna make us weaker as a country. We, you know, I'm fired up. Hardship and and you know, hardship makes strong men. That's what they say. And strong men makes great country. But then, if we start to become lazy and we start to become uh, conform to the, like doing the bare minimum and conform to like it's okay. I don't need to work. I can just do the bare like just grace by. What's gonna happen to us? What's gonna happen to this? Okay, it's, it's, it happens with your immediate circle, with yourself first. Then it goes further out, further out, further out, further out, further out. What happens next? It becomes a domino effect. It's a snowball. So we really have, America, you have to wake up. We really have to get back up to our grind and remember the days that how our ancestors built it. I'm actually an immigrant. I'm a proud American citizen, but I'm an immigrant and I want this country to succeed more than most Americans. Why? Because I see the great potential. When I came here, where I came from, didn't have, did not have great potential. Or opportunity. Yeah. I, but you know what I came here with? I came here with the hardship in my mind. I Now, I, I don't want this hardship to be here again. Therefore, I want it to be better for myself and other people because they haven't seen how, how bad it could be. And I'm telling you from bad experience, from life I've lived, it's a bad life. You don't want that. And this way that we're going, it's going to lead. Maybe it's not going to happen this year. Maybe it's going to happen next year. But it is going to happen. If you're going to continue to go this way, we are going to start falling. Like one one domino is going to fall. Next one's going to fall. Happening. And then boom, before you know, it's out of control. And guess what happens? Now we fall into a depression as a country, whatever that may be. And then we have to rebuild. And then we have to triumph. And then strong men will be built again. Why wait until then? Why not do it now? Why do you want to wait until it's too late? Let me ask you guys something. In Iraq, if yeah. you're missing, if you're missing your limbs, if you're missing your arms and your legs, mm -hmm. what do you got to do? I've seen a guy that has, has missing missing a, a leg, and he was he works as he like as hard labor moving I, I stuff. I posted that. No, no, in Iraq, like when, oh, I, was, okay. when I was back I, home, I posted the guy in Mexico. Yeah. Remember with no leg and he's shoveling dirt, you know, right? Uh, but go ahead. The, there was th this is in my in my own like in my oh. own like street like you actually own, like, physically yeah, yeah, saw see, this. There was a guy that what he did is he he had like a little little kiosk in, in the back of his house, and it's not even a kiosk; it's like a small room that you go and buy like flour from whatever. The guy was ninety six years old. He was like all skinny and bones, and he was like oh, and he was working because he had to work. Like that, like you don't you don't see that when when that person is working because he has to work. That means wow. that it's not like oh I, I don't need this job. Why am I working? Because I desire. It's not a it's not a desire or an option. It's a necessity. It's, it's a necessity. And once we start treating like oh I need to live in in rainbows and butterfly my entire life, and the rest are like you know the the, the rest are just options. Working and providing is part of your duty as a human being. Even, even the richest people feel bored if they don't do something. So I, I maybe maybe I've there's very few people that can that can probably pull off not working. I don't. There's only so much traveling you can do. There's only so much things that you can do before you get bored. That's yeah. why most uh, most uh, actors or or, or uh, influencers or whatever they make a lot of money, and then they fall back into depression, drugs, and then before you know it, they come back and they're like they're going to church and then now they're doing their work because they tried to like work hard and like relax. And they they start to go crazy. Some of them actually, you know, 
depart from this life because they they party too hard or they 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 abuse some substances because they were bored out of their mind. That this is the truth. You can't really be doing nothing or you'll be bored. Yeah, the joy is in the journey. It is in the journey. So I don't know. I think our priorities needs to be adjusted a so bit. So let me ask again. Okay, in Iraq, yes. If you're missing limbs, right? There's does, no one coming for you. Okay. Uh, in in Mexico, Mexico, no. If you're missing limbs, what are you doing in Mexico? I mean, what have you seen people do in Mexico? When you, if you either, ever, go, either the, they're asking for change. On family or, 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 or they're asking for the change. They're out there like hitting the streets, right? They're like on something, and they're they're either you know what's it called uh, panhandling, right? They're panhandling, or they're they're doing something to try to make money. They're selling chiclets, you know, chiclet, yeah, yeah. chiclet, right? Like, man, this country's become soft. So let's talk it's about become that. soft. Let's talk about the pity. Cause it's, it's a lot of pity, right? Like every, like for the per, for Mr. Lee right there, like he has a choice, right? So if he feels some type of way, he has a choice to do exactly what he feels is right in his heart. But there's a lot of people that will box themselves into, oh, I have to work this minimum wage Victim. Job. I have to Victimhood. Like, like, man, I, there's nothing better. I have to stay at this $10 an hour job. I don't even know what minimum wage is now. But like they, they box themselves in versus thinking to themselves like, Man, if you just if 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 that person can just increase their skill set and and their abilities, like they can go and and get a six, you know, go and, and get into a, an industry where they can earn up to six figures or even more, right? But a lot of people they just they stay stagnant and they victimize themselves and they they become entitled to their position and then they just stay where they're at, right? Versus like choosing to be better. Bro, people in people are mad because there's you know, this iPhone is made in China, by the way. It's assembled in the United States. By kids. But made in China. Why is that? Why is most <laughs> maybe, American maybe. No, things know. are in China? Because things are just too expensive here. Labor is too expensive. And now it, people are mad at it, but then that won't, this iPhone probably would not exist if that did not start in China. Right? So it, cre it has created millions of jobs in, in the United States for for or tens of thousands, how many employees they have in in the United States? Uh, Apple does, yep. but th why did that happen? Why did people go to China? Because the supply and the demand as well, the the cost. There's things that are are you can't you can't make them with the costs here, right? But then when now there is things are being paid above and beyond. People are getting bonuses. Like I keep saying that again, and still not wanting to do it. Now it's just becoming a like a, an opinion like no i don't need to do this anymore and then you're complaining oh well it's gonna go bad well when taxes are going to try when pe when the money is leaving to be paid to china or anywhere else guess what's going to happen to the economy here it's money being taken away from here going somewhere else guess what's going to happen to your food stamps to your uh whatever that you're getting to our health health uh, uh benefits benefits all that is going to start declining no one wants to do that like I would gladly dump all the money back in here, but if no one wants to take it. How are you going to do it? You can't shove it in someone's mouth. I don't think people are really seeing this. Like, Lee, nope. maybe, maybe Lee's not seeing it that far. Maybe Lee's seeing it this far. All I ask for someone who's like Lee to see you, a little bit further ahead. You, you know what's going on right now with a lot of people too? Um, they see everything that's going on in the world. They see social media and they see how fast people are becoming overnight successes, right? And a lot of them are, honestly, yeah. right? And I, I wrote this down, right? For some of us, slow success builds what? Wealth. wealth. Character. Well, wealth too. Slow success builds character, right? Yep. Fast success, overnight success builds what? 
ego. Mm. Would you attach entitlement to ego? Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. There's the formula of what's going on right now. They're seeing people build overnight success with whatever, you know, um, we NFTs, crypto, uh, uh, everything that's going on out there. You know, it's not like the old days. And I, I'm not saying don't evolve. I'm not saying that by any means. I'm not, right? But man, we can't sit here and complain how, you know, all these jobs are being outsourced to India, Philippines, Egypt, South America, yeah. right? By the UK, uh, the USA, and Australia. These are the top three countries that are outsourcing. And if you look at these, these, these uh, geographical locations, you look at the Philippines, are they dirt poor? I mean, yeah, the they'll take a dollar a day. Low. Some of them will take a dollar. You, you see what I'm saying, right? And, and right? by the way, the, like when you're paying people outside of the United States, like they're getting paid almost like a doctor position and they're like an engineer position. Like they're so thankful for that. And it's so much, so little compared to here. But then here you're dumping so much more, even above like double the minimum wage and still people are like, the, bro, not the hypocrisy. Okay oh, oh, uh, Oh, everybody's taking our jobs, but we don't want to work. So I'm gonna, I'm a. Can I say something? And this is to one of our team members that's cur still currently with us. We had a great talk, and like he's a, he's a hustler. He was in a position where he's supposed to make calls, x amount of calls a day. For the longest time, we couldn't get him to make those calls. And it happened that we he became kind of a leader in that department because there is outsourced VAs that ha that are handling that, and he's one of the two leaders that are doing this, and. During the holiday, that's a couple of weeks ago, I messaged and I said, hey, what's going on? There's not too much activity with the deals, the contracts. And I was in the car with with uh, with our asset manager and I was texting that and he's like, no, no, uh, they already addressed that, talked to them. So I, I did not post that in the chat. And he said that individual uh, kind of ripped them a new one for not really hitting their productivity and whatnot and you know what to do. And so that individual was talking to the VAs. So I just, laughed and he's like what are you laughing at i said the irony for the past year we've been asking this guy to make these amount of calls and he never did and today you just told me that he ripped the vas a new one because they did they did not hit the numbers the irony of that and we expect people to do something that we're not willing to do and that is how entitlement starts. Uh, this individual, by the way, is an amazing individual. He he's turning things around. He's doing like he knows the vision. He's building more. So you know what his his like skill set is. Is maybe not making the calls, like managing the people and like putting goals. But nonetheless, when he had to do the calls, he never did. Just to keep the job. So that should just that should tell you something that the pain is not great big enough for you to lose a job anymore. To lose a job is just I'm losing another job. There is a million other company can hire me, or I can just choose to be home. And that is the underlying problem now that we're facing. Wow. Well, um, there's so much to, to say about this this topic, man. And like, you know, I, I'm worried. I'm I'm worried for for our children. You know, we have children. You don't have children yet, right? That you know of, but they're somewhere out there. You know, it's I. <laughs> I, I said something about it to to my wife is like, man, I don't want my kids to become entitled little spoiled brats, right? Because then guess what? Like the next the next generation, they're already being programmed either by you or by or by everybody else. Every, yeah. yeah. Right? And and I talk I told my wife that this morning, and as soon as I said that, like she, you know, she was a little reactive. 
she immediately got up and said, hey, you know, Michaela, you know, you got to throw out the trash and make sure you get your 15 minutes of reading today. And da 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 And my, you know, guess what my, my daughter said? Uh, what did I do? Am I being punished? Like, you see what I'm saying? Right? You know Not what? Not to do the bare minimum is like being punished. You, you see, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, dude, like, no, you know what? Maybe, man, I'm blessed that my mom, watching my mom struggle, watching my mom work three jobs. I was talking to her on Christmas and she's, I thought she made 8.25 an hour at the airport. She said, no, I was making $4 and 25 cents an hour. And then after like three years, I got up to $4 and 75 cents an hour wow. and I was working three jobs. Yeah. She was getting three to four hours of sleep in between her jobs to keep food on the table for me and, and my brother and my sister. Wow. You see, that's what I saw. So all I knew was work ethic. All I know was work ethic. My mom still to this day, all she knows is work ethic. Mm -hmm. All I know to this day, hey man, I may not be the smartest. I may not be, you know, uh, the most connected. I may not, whatever, right? I'm a work, yeah. But I'm a workhorse, man. Yeah. I'm a workhorse. I'm a workhorse to this day. That's all I know. That's what I love to do. I like to work my ass off. I feel good about myself if I work, yeah. And many times you guys have told me, hey bro, like, yeah, you're going hard, but you're going hard in the wrong direction, right? I get it, right? Yeah. Okay, well shit, you can't teach what I have. I'll just pivot. Mm -hmm. All right. Damn, I was doing you all that wrong. You can't teach work ethic. You can't teach work ethic. You cannot teach right? work ethic. And so. this is why. You can teach strategy, though. You see what I'm saying, right? And 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 now, you know, I'm I'm informing myself. I'm, I'm informing myself of all these things now, right? I can learn all the, the extra stuff. I can learn all the, you know, the, yeah. the X's and O's and the strategy and all that, right? And the marketing and da, 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 da. But, man, you can't teach work ethic, man. You know, and that's why I don't know, like, uh, you know, good news for everybody out there that still has a little bit of work ethic left in them. You're a rare breed now. <laughs> You're the last of a dime breed. You're rare. And there's a nine, 99.99% that you are going to succeed in today's America more than ever, by the way. Yeah. Yep. More than ever, by the way. So, so as we wind down. Like what message or tips or advice can we give people watching this that do want to work and do want to be successful and do want to be a contribution to, to society? Like what, what do we tell them? I can say that no, understand what your goals are. Like picture yourself, have a, have picture yourself in the future. Like what do you want to have? What do you want to do? Like I think ambition, it starts with ambition, the right way, the right ambition, right? I, I want to give an example before I get into there. Like a couple of years ago, we had somebody that was like really young, 18 years old, started a job with us, like had nothing and then start making some money and all of a sudden start becoming entitled. And one of the comments he mentioned, he said, I've been here um, for for a year or something and and I'm making and like it was making close to 10 grand a month and I'm working my butt off. And all I can think about is like, He's talking like he's been doing this for 20 years. 20 years in the same position and not making money. He's not make I know people that have been in the position for 20, 30 years and not making more than five, six grand a month. And they're grateful. So, yes, have ambition, but understand the journey. Stop trying to have false ambition where you think that, stop thinking that you are worth, uh, you're a prince or you're worth a billion dollars when you're in the journey of making $100,000. Let the journey take its place. Have those dreams, have this, those, those ambitions, ambitions, but have a roadmap for yourself and stop trying to jump steps because guess what? The more steps you jump, the more fragile you become and, and you collapse. Let me, let me also say this, by the way. If you're a business owner, do not hire entrepreneurs, right? Don't hire entrepreneurs 
and don't hire people that want to have that clout chasers. Don't hire clout chasers. Let's be honest. We have been through our fair share of clout chasers. They see your cars, they see your money, they see your whatever public status or whatever. And they're like, okay, well, if I go work for them, then there's a strong possibility yeah, I that, want I, it. that, I, like, that I I'm want gonna it. be them in yeah. a matter of three months. Just by showing up, <laughs> doing three, nothing. By, I, literally. Three yeah. months. How many times have we ran into that? Yeah, and they wanna do, they wanna do the bare minimum just by like getting close. That, that's, they expect like, that's well, me, that's gotta be me. Like that's Look what at what you just like. said. You said, this, this person was making $10,000 a month. Yeah. Prior to me, becoming a business owner with you, I never made $10,000 and in You were there for 14 years? I was there for over a decade. Love Prior that. to me, right, becoming a business owner and putting every single dollar of ours is at risk every single day, yeah. every single day, right? So prior to me becoming a business owner and risking everything and sacrificing everything, right? Time with my family. Now that you have a child, now you get to see what I used to talk about. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like with my daughter, you know, cause me and you started, uh, uh well, yeah, we, she was young. Yeah. She, she was born. literally a year, yeah. <laughs> a year old. We became best friends and then she was a year and a half, two years. And then we started doing business together. Yeah. And for the first several years, daddy wasn't really present the way that most dads are, or I hope mm -hmm. they are, you know, if they just have a regular nine to five, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Cause then there's no excuse. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. But Prior to that, I never made more than ten thousand dollars a month, man. The most I almost, the most I ever made was one time when I was doing mortgages, right? Remember key advisors? Yeah, right? yeah. I was doing mortgages, which was refinancing. I made like ninety three hundred dollars, and I thought I hit the lotto. But that was like the biggest you've ever got. And you know what I had to do to get that ninety three hundred dollars? I had to go sell my butt off, literally. How, how long? How long? Oh, it took me. It took me months to even like accumulate that. find that one person that was going to refinance their house with me, and then I had to like help them with their paperwork. They didn't speak English. I had to get on the roof. I had to make sure that you know the appraisal came in the way. Like I had to do so Damn. much to get that ninety three hundred dollars, and I was so grateful when I got it. Nowadays, nobody's grateful for anything. Nobody's grateful for anything. It's entitlement, and it's just expected. Hey, honestly, man, America's going to shit. Well, no, there is a way to turn it around. I don't want to. I don't want to just talk about the the gloomy uh, America. There's a lot of entrepreneurs in America, and there is a lot of ways to make money. And we're, we're not very resourceful. Okay, we're not going to turn the it around. blessing. The blessing that we have is like we live in a in an opportunity country that we can. There's a lot of opportunity. We we do have power and water. It, 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 like there is power and water in the United States. In other countries, they don't. So we have a lot of opportunity that we can take advantage of to be successful. Whether you just wanna work, find a job. Whether you wanna be an entrepreneur, go ahead, do that. But be realistic, like live in the real world where where jobs exist, where traveling, yes, you can travel. M moderation, you can't like you, you can't just want things. You have to earn things as well. And I think it starts with every single one of us as it's our duty that as Americans that we provide for, our, for ourselves and our family and we provide for the other circles that because as you earn the taxes that you pay pays for the other the other amenities the other stuff that the medical the, the everything else that other people are in need so if you are if you are a person that you can contribute don't take advantage of that just contribute as as your human 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 uh uh duty there's no country like this guys no there's no and i'm saying on the, in a good way right like if you just like if you work your butt off if you work your butt off and you be you develop some type of skill set whether it's going to school or by experience you know out in the real world you can do anything at one point i was flipping clothes i was flipping hats i was flipping anything yep. 
right? I was making connection with like this, this, these big regional uh, musicians, right? Uh, Alfredito Olivas and, and Luis Coronel. And I was like, hey, uh, can I do your merchandise? And I was making hats and, and you know, we were selling it at the, at the concerts. Like, man, that's what people don't know. Like, and I say this all the time, like I was almost a millionaire twice. Yeah. Yep. But guess what? I didn't have the business acumen. And I and guess what they did? They did that business model. They 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 there was no paperwork. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks for the ideas. Yeah. We'll take it from here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what you put into like like everything. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and but see, I was willing to do anything, man, to just like become successful. I was willing to do anything. And then we found real estate, thank God. But I was willing to do anything. It didn't matter. People like that these days, man. So with that being said, I think there should be a part two with a little more structure. I think right now this was just a venting session, yeah, which absolutely. is fine. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, but you know what? I think we'll come up on, on the on the next the next time that we visit this subject, maybe we should come up with some structure and some, you know, some resolutions, right? Some advice on what you on can what do, you can do to avoid owner, this. Agreed. With your employees and team members. Yeah, I agree with that. That'd be, that'd be really Then valuable. we'll do a part two. We'll do a part two. Yeah, right sure. now it was a vent session. But, uh, you know, Sal, I, I didn't, you know, I, I come from a background, you know, I come from a background, you know, corporate background where I was like, I was, I was trained to show up to work on time, never call in. Never. When I say never, bro, never call in. I used to cash in my vacations. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't go on vacation. I would cash them in. Hey, just pay me my, my four-week vacation. And I will just cash it in and try to get ahead on bills or whatever. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I come from a different, you know, come from a different era. Maybe this is like a different territory for us because this is not... This is something we're new. not. So, we we yeah. don't know this. We've never yeah. lived this, right? But like, I see. I, I see that. I see the aftermath of this. Like I see far ahead where this is can be like detrimental to. Well, even our own team. Five p.m. Good luck finding somebody upstairs. Mm -hmm. Gone. They're out. Four thirty. And they want to be paid the big bucks. Like I love. But when they they, wanna I, make... I love. I love when they come to us. Like yeah, this is how much I make. Like only this much. I'm like. What? Like, how much do you want? Like, what do you want? Yeah, the sky is a limit, but like within limitation, you can't make more than the owners. That's insane. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. If we were to, to physically, to physically measure the amount of hours that our people really work in a week, do you think it's 40? No. No, hell no. I can tell you what my, I, I, okay. Out of 40 hours, out of 40 hours, what do you think your people physically? I think like 30% probably. What would that be? I don't know what 30% is. Like 13 hours. 13.3. Yeah. They work 30 hours. I don't 13. know. I don't know. No. I mean, 30, uh, 13 30 hours times point. We say 50? No. That's, so uh, they work, they work 13 hours a week? Actual work. Not oh, you're talking there. about not showing, not showing. Work like on the phones? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah. work, like actual, actual grind work. So that's. No, I'm saying like actual you think money work, producing tasks. You think they work. I think 50% of the time, yeah. Okay, 50%. So yeah. you think they work yeah, 20 hours a week? Work hours, yeah. Okay. Well, not what on do you the clock. Think? By the way, this is. By it the depends, way. it depends because I know some individuals that, that take it. But see, that's the thing. There's skill set and there's time. But I'm talking about like, like work that's like. When you're like shut everything Focus. off and like you're focused on mm -hmm. that, that I would say probably between sixty and seventy percent. 
All right. So, by the way, you you have to you have to. We're the people that we have now. Yeah. Out of the out of the equation. Love to yeah. track this. Out of the <laughs> exactly. I wish there was yeah. a way to yeah. track it. Right. Yeah. Out of the equation, you have to take out um, if they get here late. Mm-hmm. If they BS, you know the time that they yeah. spend kind of shooting the shit yeah. back and forth. Restroom, lunch, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Restroom yeah, yeah. breaks, coffee breaks, lunch breaks, and then when they leave early. Yeah. I'm trying. That's why it's like fifty percent. I think he might be right. I think people are working three to four hours. They're working. They're they're literally of concentrated up. time. Yeah, and they're working three to four solid yeah. hours. I don't come here to hang out. I can hang out. I would rather hang out in my backyard. Yeah. I'm sure you would too. Yeah. yeah. I don't come here to hang out, man. Man, I don't. We, we definitely need a session, a, a second session. We need a part two. Yeah, we need a part two from this. Let's 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 find a way where we can, like, give a structured way how, we, and just maybe even for one person, adapt that to help them. Yeah, lay great. out a game plan. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, guys, this this is, uh, you know, episode eighteen, and uh, we will be back with more of this. Uh, but thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Listen, if you haven't wrote a review on iTunes, please do so. It helps this. Uh, podcast a lot by the way we're really trying to get this going we took a, a season or a year or two off <laughs> this is season two and uh, we're really trying to get it back to where it was and uh, we can only make that possible with you so until next time guys we'll talk to you soon bye for now